everybody welcome to another episode of lem me no i'm your host angel lem today i'm sitting with liz hernandez hannah liz is the author of beyond the gate an autobiography where she talks about her upbringing in wilmington and the struggles she had to go through in order to get to where she's at this is a dedicated chicana leader in a higher education a community advocate, Liz serves as the director for TRIO Student Support Services at Casti Dominguez Hills. She sits on the board of directors for the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce, is an active member of the Western Association of Educational Opportunity Personnel, and a dedicated member of the United Wilmington Youth Foundation. She's a first-generation low-income student and the first in her family to earn a couple of college degrees. Liz is very familiar with the barrier the first-generation and low-income student faces on a daily basis. Her passion lies in supporting and inspiring students like herself to navigate the college system and develop the next-generation leaders. First of all, I want to thank Liz for coming on the show. As you guys could tell, She's a very busy person, and I just appreciate her putting some time aside for the show. I met Liz, I think, at a job fair at Dominguez Hills, and I don't know if I made the best impression. You know, I was very green. I didn't know how to really explain the show. So I was invited to show that there's other options. You know, you can, you know, like obviously education is the, 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 you know, the goal, but if you don't want to, you know, pursue education, you know, they, they offered other alternatives and i was one of those alternatives so uh, i was asked to show and talk about my podcast to like high school students and i don't know if i explained it correctly or i well i don't really know the impression but you know i was nervous i was between um i think it was border patrol and some scientists and my only thing was i took a lot of candy it was around halloween and my thing was you know what i'm gonna pull in with the candy you know like i don't know if i even fit in it i these were professionals you know professionals and i didn't know if i fit in so i thought you know what i'm just gonna take some candy and hopefully they listen to me while they're enjoying their candy so that was my approach i don't know how successful i was i i bumped into liz a couple more times and i asked her on so and obviously it didn't happen before but um, you know like i mentioned on the show on the episode i i feel it was for a reason you know it wasn't time for her to come when i asked her the, the other times but like i said she just brought out her uh biography uh documenting her life from her struggles from dropping out of high school her struggles through middle school 
um, her struggles with drugs. Um, she also she was a stripper at a time. You know, being a single mother, family troubles, getting like navigating her way through the education system, being a first generation and not knowing what to do or where to go. But you know, she's a very inspirational person, as you guys are gonna be able to hear on the show. You know, I mean, my main focus is for you guys to go check out her book. As you guys do that, get to know her a little bit better. This was a very fun episode to record. So hopefully your ears are able to process that. I do want to have her on again. Hopefully that happens along when her book actually comes. As of right now, it's not available, but you guys could hear her, read her book on her website. You you could go to LizHernandezHanna.com and there she has her website where you guys could get the book. You could read more about her and you guys could hear her read through the first three chapters of her book. So like I said, I, as of right now, we don't know when the book will come out. But when it does come out, I'll be, I will be giving out a free copy. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you go at me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram. That way you'll be able to participate and get yourself a free copy. Honestly, I can't I can't wait to see what, what happens with their story. And I can't wait to see the people that she inspires. Because I strongly believe she's, she's going to be a staple of Wilmington. She's going to be a good example of if you... You set your mind to something you will accomplish it so hopefully you guys get that through this episode i honestly believe that this is gonna be a very very important book so hopefully you guys get that book trust me this is a very very inspirational story she struggles through a lot just like us but at the end of the tunnel she came out a better person you know you could go through a lot in your life but it doesn't determine who you're gonna be the your actions that you take to change the circumstances that you're in that's what's gonna pretty much changed your life so hopefully it inspires you like it inspired me so um with that you know i'm just gonna stop talking and let you guys listen to the episode something about the west coast that makes me Yeah. 
white walls and them 20 inch chains. And a coupe with Snoop hitting juice on troops, top down to feel the sun rays. Feeling kind of good right now. All around my hood right now. Looking for something to do like a barbecue. Too hot to be in the house. A little bit of music and a couple of babes. In a game of spades Take your kids to your mama house Y'all know what I'm talking about It's bound to go They listen to me, Chris on the table, chronic in the air. Come on, pass that shh, like that's that shh. Who's going bad? cat, pump is in your Sony. The beat showing love to the West Side homies. Give you something you can feel, real recognize the real. Cause, cause it's something about the East Coast that make us want to squeeze mouth. For those who don't think that we ride, we're gonna show you how we do the damn thing. We're gonna show you how we do it. Everybody, um, welcome back. So today I'm sitting with Elizabeth Hernandez, and she's the author of Beyond the Broken Gates. She's the director for Trio Student Support Services at Dominguez Hills. She's also a member of the board of directors for the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce. And if that was enough, she's actually an active member of the Western Association of Educational Opportunities Personnel and a dedicated member of the United Wilmington Youth Foundation. Oh First my of goodness. all. <laughs> Well, and second of all, how do you have time to do anything? Like, <laughs> that was a lot it, for me just to read. <laughs> you know what? Um, that is a lot. That is a lot. Um, it all comes down to my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, very, I'm a very passionate woman, and I do my best to manage my time. Um, I do my best to give a little piece of either me, my knowledge, or my time to support different organizations that align with my values. So everything you just said right now, um, those are all very passionate things I'm about. I mean, I like to say that I have a day job, but then I also say that I'm a woman of many roles when it comes to being a career woman, you know, the, the role of being a mother. Um, I don't know if you know Angel, but I'm also a foster parent to my little sister. Mm. So I'm also a public servant to the community. And so um, I'm coming to a point in my life where I want to just slow things down. Mm -hmm. And so you saying all that, I was like, dang, like that's been my life for like the past, gosh, like five, 10 years. 
you know, but um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the future holds. Oh, yeah. and by the way, I, I wrote a book and I, <laughs> I um, dream, the current dream is to be a Chicana author, you know, a published Chicana author. So. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It makes me think of my life choices. Like, this is the... <laughs> This is the highlight of my day, basically, whenever I record my podcast of most of my days, whenever I record. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I just have my like regular job and that's it. It makes me feel like, man, like I'm not doing enough. But um, I grew up in Wilmington, so I, I saw people that were doing a lot in the community and they, they had their own business. They were working with like things in the arts. And at the time I was doing I was doing stand up and I was like, you know what, like I should bring people on to like because as you know like you mentioned on your book like we're like wilmington is only known for drugs violence you know so like i i feel like it's very important to bring you on like to bring somebody like you on to like like i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna learn intimidating still we're gonna go through it we're gonna keep doing it because like i don't know like since i met you like i kind of like i think i think when we met we met at dominguez hills like it was like a job fair i believe and I was like, all right. I knew there was something about you, but I didn't know what it was. And then we started talking a little bit. I invited you on. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then again, like, I think um at the waterfront park, like, I think um mm-hmm. uh, the Wilmington, the Mad U, Wilmington, United Wilmington Foundation, right? United Wilmington Youth Foundation. Oh, Youth Foundation. I forgot the why. The why, sorry. Um, like, you guys were throwing an event. And I invite you again. But you know, like I believe, I know honestly, I believe that people are gonna come on the show when when it's time. And honestly, it wasn't time. Like you needed to come out now because you're publishing this book. <laughs> so first of all, I want to thank you for being here because like I like look at everything you do. So for you to like just put a little time for me, that means a lot to me. So thank you. Oh no, thank you. You know, and to go back to when you first asked me, I was so excited. I was like, yes, yes, yes. But it wasn't that I didn't want to. It was uh, I just had I just had a lot of things on my plate. Um, a lot of personal things were also happening that nobody had any idea of. And so, like you said, I think that everybody comes on when it, the right time is. And so um, I wish it would have been in person, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, we're connected and, and um, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. I mean, on that, like, we could always do another, like, I mean, I'm sure you're going to do other things and. You could always come then, you know, like, look okay. at you. Like, you're not stopping anytime soon. <laughs> I don't feel you will. So, like, well, once you start your world tour, like, I'm sure you'll <laughs> come. I'm gonna come. Right. So, and but also, you're so funny. Yeah, and um, I, we do have, like, little, small, tiny, microscopic connection. So, I came out on Sarai's quinceanera, and Sarai is Yesenia's sister, which I think she's married to your brother, right? Yeah, they're partners. Yeah, oh my so, god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we met even then. We just didn't know. But probably. Yeah, yeah. I, How cool. Yeah, I'm curious if she still has the I was her chambelan by the way. I like it was her quinceañera, uh-huh. And that was the main chambelan. And nice. that's where like my skills, my dance <laughs> skills are like on point. So I'm like I'm curious, like was yes. I really, am I just like being considered about it or did my, like my dance moves were like on point? I don't know. You're going to have You're to funny. check. You're going to have to check for me. Yeah, I will. You're so funny though. Right on. 
Yeah, well, I mean, when we start right now, we were talking for a little bit, and you're about to tell me about yourself. So first of all, like, I, I usually ask, "How's your day?" But I mean, we got I gotta check up on your mental health a little bit. So how are you doing with like staying at home? Like we're all supposed to be quarantined. I don't know. I know not like not everybody's doing it, and we have a big issue right now, like with Black Lives Matter, with like police brutality. So I want to know, like, where you at, like, in your mental health? Like, what are you doing to kind of like? Um, we all need a break, you know. We see this constantly. Yeah. We're seeing on the news or watching on Instagram. There's really no escape. So I want to know, like, where you at? That's such a great question, Angel. It's also a fully loaded question. Um, so today, today I woke up with a grateful heart to be alive and for my health. Although I woke up coughing i was like oh shit i have the covid but of course it's just like (laughs) it's just like subconsciously i'm like wait do i already have covid or am i gonna get covid it's just that i hate that feeling you know it it, it's almost like fear creeping in but i woke you know i woke up with a, a grateful heart and um my family is safe um I, today the focus was to help my two kids um, successfully complete the academic year. They're part of the Torrance Unified School District. So um, tomorrow is our last day. So I thought about just being a mom and being present and everything went well um, with that. And then work, I had to log in. I had to check, um, I had to make sure that my staff and my work emails were answered. So. It's almost like a, a schedule that I have to follow, right? Um, just to make sure that I do my best to control my emotions because there's so much going on. How I feel today, I'm okay. I've had better days. I think we've all had better days, but today I'm okay. I had an appointment with a social worker at 10 o'clock regarding my little sister, and that's just part of my life now, having all these social workers come uh, visit our home. Last night, Angel was a whole different story with watching um, 13th on Netflix, processing all those emotions of social injustices and just white extremists. I'm coping with all of this by controlling and managing how I feel because I'm a very emotional person. And then I'm a woman of faith. So I I will always go back to my faith. I will always go back to prayer. I will always, um, if I need to cry it out, I cry it out and then I um, get back up and I start all over again. But there's a lot going on. It's really important for me to just take it day by day. If I can't do it, I can't do it. Being a career woman, a mom, and trying to do domestic things around the house in the same place is not realistic. This is the reality for not just me, but millions of people. And again, I, I'm grateful. I still have a job. Yeah, that question, I can go on. It's a fully loaded question. Yeah, no, <laughs> Thank I mean, you for I mean, asking. I mean, How are I, you today? I'm good. Just, um, just got back from a walk. So it's really hot outside. I could go on, talk about myself all day, but... Um, this is not about me. It's about you. I want to feature you. Like, the, if the people want to know about me, and, and like, you're free to ask. Don't um, don't feel like you can't. But like, we're here to get to know you. You know, like, you wrote you wrote a book. You're a busy woman. And top of that, like, you're very strong. I I can see it. Like, you have kids, and I know you have to put a brave face. So I commend you for 
just taking it one day at a time because honestly like that's all we can do like all of us like we, we can't really worry about tomorrow like it's like we have to worry like what's in front of us right now and it's important to be present you know like so i commend you like i see you on instagram i see you. you're very strong and like i'm very happy that you you, you made it onto my show because it was something that i wanted i wanted you to come for a while and i'm just grateful that you like i said you made a little time for me so thank you so i'm gonna try to stop compliment complimenting you so much but i can't because like i really like admire you and hopefully i get some answers of how i could improve <laughs> my life you know we can <laughs> unlock this puzzle that is my life so, like and like i said i need to like i need to really read that book because i want to know like i know how you started and I, I didn't like I can't say I had a similar start, but I was in the kind of the path you took, except yeah. for the check in second chapter. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we'll get into that second chapter in a little bit. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um won't you tell the list like we already said what you do, but we don't know who you are as a person. So won't you tell us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about me. Or a lot. You can say as much as you want. Don't don't Oh, thank you, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean um, yeah, I just turned 37. Um, I, you know, like I said, I'm I'm a career woman. Um, I am a parent. I'm a I'm a public servant to the community whenever I'm needed. Um, I'm very passionate about education. My heart uh, tugs at me and says, Liz, you got to help all those first generation college students. You got to help all those low income students. Um, there's a special place in my heart with students with disabilities who are pursuing higher education. You know, there's a, a very special place in my heart for students who are high school dropouts, students who are at Dominguez Hills who recently got released from prison. You know, they have a special place in my heart. Um, right now, I feel like um, with this whole Black Lives Matter movement, I'm extending my heart out, you know, to my black brothers and sisters. And I'm talking about not just the community members, but my students. I'm talking about professors, faculty. You know, I'm, I stand in solidarity with what they're doing, but all of these special populations that I just mentioned, like my heart, my calling, my purpose is to serve. So service to me can mean anything from um, a simple, assistance in answering a financial aid question to uh, emailing them a scholarship link or um, recently uh, I've had a couple students say this, how do you write a grant? And I tell them like, listen, it took me a long time. I'll give you like a snippet in one hour, but if I'm gonna invest my time in you, you need to invest your time in doing research too. So it's a give and take, but this is, this is living a purposeful life in that I don't want anyone to feel like they're navigating life alone. You know, I know what it feels like to be a high school dropout. I know what it feels like to be a cocaine addict. I know what it feels like to be, to be abandoned by someone that loved you. So um, my heart is the core is really just, you know, supporting students you know, supporting people, supporting humans, you know, screw the color of their skin. Like, I don't even know why that's a, why that's an issue. Like, it just puzzles me. Um, but you know what? Um, our world, 
um, I mean, our world, like, I don't want to talk about the world. I want to talk about our nation, like our nation right now. It's just, it's being exposed to a new generation where it's time for change. And I see that. And um, I've always believed that if we want to see change, it starts within us, you know, and I try to follow that in that I am the change I want to see. I want to be that person that gives access to people so so they can improve their lives, so they can uh, take the next step forward in their life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I truly, in my heart, believe, Angel, that all the 15 years of schooling, from the GED to the associates to the bachelors and the masters, I, I believe that I shouldn't keep it all to myself. That's not what living a purposeful life to me is. To me, it's about gaining that knowledge, that experience, those skills, and then passing it over to another um, another human in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So overall, Angel, there's just a lot of love in my heart. You know, there's just a lot of love and... Um, and I just, I, I have love and I, I definitely just want to do my part in this world um, and just kind of share it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah that's where United Wilmington comes in. Yeah. That's where, um, that's why I love my job so much. You know, it doesn't feel like a job, although it's a lot of responsibility being a director and overseeing a million dollar program at a college um, it's really passion and love that drives me you know when we're servicing our students and they make it they graduate they go to graduate school or you know they reach a victory um, that fulfills me angel on a very personal level where it just keeps me going you know yeah so well i mean you could tell from like everything you're doing is to serve your community and especially the youth and like like i mentioned like wilmington isn't known for the best you know it doesn't have the best reputation and i strongly like i agree with you like or you didn't really say it, but i agree with you anyways that the youth is where like things aren't gonna change you know like like yeah. like you said like the black pat like the um black lives matter movement like it's starting with the youth like they're the ones they're starting the uprise you know so i strongly believe that like in order for things to change you gotta like not only change it with within ourselves but also with the with the future generation because they're the ones that are going to continue that process because it's not like a thing that's going to change overnight like this is gonna like you need people backing it up and constant like constant push of people trying to change you know so so yeah i mean but well, from everything that you're doing like it's it shows that you're a, a community person like that you want to work with the community you want to change um the community you want to help the youth like that that's your main focus like you're a person of the people and i'm, I'm glad that you're on the wilmington chambers of commerce right or yes. is it the wilmington chamber of commerce Yes, I said I'm a, I'm a part of the board of directors for the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, yeah, so like I'm glad that you're like a position of like some like government, you know, because mm -hmm. like I I I don't see really Wilmington having like like people looking out for women, especially like in government, you know. Like I feel like San Pedro gets all the love, mm -hmm. and then like even if you look like at the freeway, like Wilmington is basically a whole. It's a whole like you go down. 
on, on the freeway and you basically you're going downhill and then it goes a little bit up once you go to Carson. So Wilmington's really on the whole and yet we're considered the heart of the harbor. Everything passes through Wilmington, like from what you wear to what you eat, from the car you drive to everything. Yet we're not represented, you know, where we should be. Like we should get much more love than we do. And yeah. I'm glad that you're in a place where you could speak out for us because like I'm proud of being from Wilmington. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what, like, what's written. Like, I know the people. I grew up there. I know there's good in there. And I'm just, I'm happy that you're representing us. And so we're going to now get into the book a little bit. So your first chapter talks exactly about that. You talk talk about your upbringing in Wilmington. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all know, like, we, sometimes we get into drugs. Sometimes <laughs> we drop out, you know. And it's part of it, though. It's part of growing up. It's. It's part of like life. So, um, so first of all, I want to know a little bit about your upbringing. It doesn't have to be directly from your book. Beyond the Broken Beads. It's a story, Angel. It's, it's, it's my story of transformation, being educated to my faith and to really, really understanding the true meaning of forgiveness. Um, and so Beyond the Broken Gates, yeah, I outlined chapter one, Wilmington, California, the barrio I call home. I mean, in a nutshell, I, you know, grew up with mom and dad, you know, on the west side of Wilmington. They crossed the border, uh, the Mexican-American border about 40 years ago, and they settled in Wilmington. So I just, I grew up in a very humble, very Mexican, traditional family. Uh, Parents worked in a warehouse their entire lives. You know, I mean, I considered us pretty poor. Um, We only had enough, to my knowledge, um, for food um, and the bills and the mortgage. And that was it. You know, every Sunday we would go to that um, hamburger joint in um, Hawthorne called Fabulous Burger El Fabuloso. And so that was our weekly outing. But uh, gosh, I went there my whole life, literally, you know, 22 years of living on Chandler Street. My parents were like, you know, after church, we would go to La Sagrada Familia, and after church, we knew we were going to El Fabuloso. And so it turns out that that's where my mom and my dad, um, that's where their first date was. You know, I grew up in a very loving household. La guitarra, my dad would always serenade to me, my mom, all his children. Um, I, You know, I couldn't complain about the love that existed. Um, Academically, I wasn't motivated. I hated school, Angel. I just, you know, I just, I didn't, I hated it. But now as an, you know, now as an older woman, I could see that I didn't really hate school. I just didn't have the support I needed. You know, I didn't really have anybody telling me or talking to me about higher education or the importance of education in this land, you know, the United States. So, I mean, I barely graduated Wilmington Middle School. Um, I heard, I heard. (laughs) And then Banning High School was great, but, you know, I got distracted. You know, I wanted to smoke weed. I wanted a ditch. I was, you know, jumping the fence over on, you know, Avalon Boulevard. Was it worth it? No. Is it part of my story now? Yeah. You know, um, I I ended up dropping out and um, I got hired at Home Depot and I started working in the department. And um, if I could describe myself at the Home Depot, I was very thin, 
very cute. Like I had long, long hair. You know, the men were always like, hey, what's up? And I'd be like, what's up? <laughs> it was just. <laughs> did you ever get thrown in Carson? I did. Okay. And then se me ocurrió un día to just be like, I gotta make more money. Like I'm never gonna amount to anything without money. So money became, I don't even know how to say this, but I prioritize money above all, you know? So that's that's when um, I made a decision to become a stripper. Yeah, and this was in the year 2001. Mm. So, was, uh, so this is this is like, man, this is 19 years ago. Uh-huh. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I want to ask you about the title, though. Like, right now we're going to get into Sapphire, like your your um, your experiences as a stripper. But, mm-hmm. like, I want to know why you chose to name your book um, Beyond the Broken Gates. Growing up in Wilmington, how many broken gates was I exposed to in my city? Thousands, thousands and thousands of broken gates. Um, I wanted to raise some type of awareness that beyond those broken gates, Angel, there's community. There's people with many talents. There are beautiful brown and black folks living in this, you know, this this community with this, you know, reputation of high crime rates. But it's so important that we shouldn't get fixated on the broken gates. We should really look beyond that because, man, beyond that is just, there's so much talent and beauty and there are educated people and, and it doesn't, and people don't have to be educated, you know, a formal education to be talented. No, it's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I really, really hope that we can change our perspective and approach when looking at all these broken gates so eventually I want to do something fun and um maybe Angel you can help me with this where we can do like I once the book you know once I'm ready to um launch it which is very soon I definitely want I want us all to participate in something um where we all get to share a little piece of out of people's stories where they can hashtag it beyond the broken gates is angel doing x y and z or beyond the broken gates is you know juan doing this this and this or you know what i'm saying so um i when i was having a conversation um about the title this just made sense to me obviously it's like a metaphor for like there's the uh, the um the exterior not might not be perfect but beyond that there's beauty and you just need to look for it or you need to like to open up that gate and you know and, and then your experience is like like your gate was like your life like your upbringing wasn't the best but look at you now like there's mm-hmm. beyond there's like a story beyond like your your like your past yeah. i guess or the things that you you lived through like you have to get past that and see like there's more there's actually a beautiful beautiful like grass green 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 grass the greenest that you've ever seen in your life the healthiest grass you've seen but because like we we focus on the exterior and how it looks like sometimes we don't want to explore like that beautiful meadow or the grass that i just mentioned so you said it you said it and sometimes we're so caught up in the 
in the exterior that we allow any type of fear to just stop us or like to set a constraint around us when really it's like take a risk you know go beyond the broken gate and really explore who you can become or what's out there yeah it's it's just there there could be so many you know it's i mean it's a great metaphor yeah but but really that's what so beyond the broken gates that we i i think the title was um yeah i think i've had this title for four years now so how long did it take to write like actually go ahead and like choose what you're going to write about the structure Mm -hmm. and actually like having it out now because it's out it's just not out for the public like in a physical form but for the most part you're like on youtube reading it Mm -hmm. on your website you have three chapters that you've read so it's out Mm -hmm. out like the people could like hear it um Mm -hmm. they just can't read it yet but how long was this project going on like what made you think like oh man i should like this is something i should do like write my experience yeah so i want to say that back in 2014 um i went to this student i went to this conference and mind you i've been working at dominguez hills for 10 years now so um, there's something very powerful when storytelling takes place between student to student or advisor to student or professional to professional so um without us even knowing this whole storytelling of sharing a story happens every single day what what we don't realize angel is that when we share these stories a beautiful thing happens we collectively produce strength and sometimes that strength is needed to take us to the next step of our lives so it was one of those um interactions where In 2014, I shared my story with about 18 different um, people um, at the conference. And they all worked in uh, colleges across the United States. And the CEO of the conference was like, Liz, you have to write this down. Like, you have to write this down. Um, And then I just started year after year, people were telling me how inspiring I was, how motivating I was, and I, and I would question that, like, is my story really, like, my? I'm not making this story up, this is really what happened to me, but is it really worth writing it down? So in 2014, I began the journey of just writing, and I approached this as a timeline in the beginning, and then this was a turning point, and this was another turning point, and Eventually, I had 10 chapters of my whole transformation and I was like, oh shit, I think we're done. So um, again, I have a day job, right? And I work more than 40 hours a week at times, but little by little, Angel, I started to really accept me becoming an author and the more I wrote the more I reflected the more I prayed upon it the more real it became and then in 2016 I started telling people hey I wrote a book hey I wrote a book and people were like what no way well can I buy it and I'm like no it hasn't even been edited (laughs) so in 2019 my team at Dominguez was like, Liz, let's create a storytelling series to our trio students. 
you know, 200 students, we share the story and then we invite them to reflect on their own stories and really tap into that power and that courage that we all freaking have. Sometimes all it takes is for one person to be vulnerable and share to really create that trust in the room, you know? So I was like, okay, I volunteer, I'll do it. And so they're like, perfect. So then we created a storytelling series. So now we're in June, 2020 and um, the final chapters, Angel, are being edited as we speak. The cover has been done. There's only a few more things to do in this whole um, process of really just publishing and that is just registering the book um, within the international data for the authors and we're good to go. I mean, I'm so close, Angel, and I do want to rush it, but then again, it goes back to Liz, what's priority today? Well, my babies, we've, we've been in a health crisis for three months. You know, we've been trying to navigate what the hell we're gonna do with studying and working and, and, and serving our students. So um, I'm super excited about this. You know, I know that this vision of becoming an author is real. Um, I hope, Indra, I want to tell you that in 30 days, we're going to launch the book, you know, but but I don't want to promise you. I want to say 30 days. Well, That's I already, that. I already pre-ordered my book, so it really Thank you. doesn't matter to me. Like I'm already, I, I'm already gonna get a copy, like no matter what. So I'm Thank good. you, thank you so much for your support. I saw that this morning. Um, yeah, so I want to say um, 30 to 40 days, Angel. We're gonna, we're gonna move forward. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna. I want to get this, this message out to our youth in Wilmington because I really want them to see how real I am. You know, I mean, and I'm, I know I'm not the only one. I know my story is dramatic, but guess what? We all have the ability to transform. So for any high school dropout right now in Wilmington, I need them to know that they too can have a master's. They too can, you know, earn, you know, $70,000 a year. They too can overcome, but it's gonna take a lot of, um, it's gonna take a lot of uh, resilience and the decision to want a different type of life. You know, it's just, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. You know, for all the all the young mamas, you know, that have babies, that have a vision of going back to school. Hey, I did it. You can too. Like it's I know it sounds, you know, cliche, but it's si se puede, you know, it's just it's it's gonna take time. This is not an overnight success type of story. No, this is fifteen years. It's very important, like you're a very good example of that you can do it like anything's possible you just gotta have faith in yourself and mm -hmm. like in your case of a higher power but yeah like i could already see at banning people like it's becoming the play you're actually going to like banning auditorium and actually reading a, a little at like about your like reading your book to them i could wow. already see like this is gonna be a, a huge thing for wilmington 
and I, I just want to I want to say thank you for writing it because I do agree with you. Like this is a, this is gonna be like I can already see it. it's gonna change things like mm-hmm. for the youth in Wilmington. The like my my nephews, my little cousins, they're all gonna experience and read it. Hopefully, like this is actually like an, a book on like for English class that they get to read. And you know what a great thing would be that you, you one day. Mm-hmm. And you get, they get to ask you questions about your life and they get to do what I'm doing to you right now, you know? Oh my God, that's so, so beautiful. That's ex- I'm in, I'm in. I don't even know who's gonna call yeah. me next, but. I'm sure there's somebody like <laughs> at Banning. You know what, like, we could work on that. We could work on that, you know, but we'll see. I don't have any yeah. any power at all, but yeah. Yes, hopefully, you do, Angel. I'll, 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 go, I'll make sure I'll get a good system on my car and I'll just bump this episode so like, <laughs> hopefully the, the principal's listening, which I don't know if that's, that's going to They're probably going to kick me out the press, like the presses, <laughs> but you know what? We'll, we'll, funny. I got a couple, like, I have a couple of people that go to banning, so I'll just tell them I'll sneak them in the iPad or something <laughs> and then some speakers and we'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Awesome. I'm in. I'm in. Um, so, yeah. Um, I forgot what the question was, Angel, but I know you want to hear about chapter two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to ask you. Um, um, so yeah. This is like, a, you know, I, I know you mentioned like this is not something you're really proud of. Like you, you, um, you mentioned on like, well, what I, I heard, I heard your, like what you have on your website. This was kind mm-hmm. of like a letdown for your family. Like you, you felt like as soon as you walked into like the strip club to like, you know, to get a chance to perform. Like you just let go of your family's morals and your own, but like the the words that you used were like so harsh. I was like, man, like, like, like to me, like if it wasn't for you doing that, you wouldn't be here right now. This was a trajectory, and it was very important, and I'm glad you added it because not a lot of people would would add this like something like this because they'd be kind of ashamed that they did that. But at the end of the day, like. You did what you had to do. You mentioned it like you you lived in a low income family, like and like or household, and you needed like the money. You you had desires. You needed. You wanted it. And at the end of the day, like you did this yourself. Like you didn't. Like you used your body, and it's fine. Like who's to say like what you shan't you can you can't do? And you didn't do anything wrong. Like that's a job. Like like why not use your body and you're, like you're beautiful and. And you're attractive and why not use that you know to your advantage and get some money for it you don't like you see that with only fans or only friends whatever that website is and they're making money so why can't you go and express yourself like i'm sure you love to dance and like you incorporate those two things your love for yeah. like pleasing others because you're a man of the people or woman <laughs> and at the same time you're getting paid for it right i mean that's essentially that's that was my whole outlook you know i'm gonna use what i have and i'm gonna earn some money and i did angel yeah you know that's exactly what i did um you know i walked into the strip club and like i said i was hired within 30 minutes Uh, i do love to dance i still love to dance um, I have to be careful when I dance now because sometimes like a stripper move will get come and it's like, I went to, I went to Vegas a couple of years and you know, I drink a little more than I usually do, but I ended up on stage and I started dancing like how I used to in 2001 and somebody shouted, look at that stripper. And I was like, 
wow, like he knows. But I wasn't a stripper then. I, I but I was dancing like like Sapphire. And I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. Like I'll never forget shit like that. You know, like there's 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 a way that strippers move, I'm sure. You know, some people know, some people might not know, but um yeah, I mean I <clears throat> I went to a local strip club and I that's it. I, I began my I began this career of you know removing my clothes for the sake of entertaining others. I was totally okay with it. I was 18 years old, uh, no responsibilities other than paying my monthly car payment. I had to do a Corolla. I was totally okay with it, and I didn't tell anybody. Uh, I don't even remember telling any of my family members. I think I told one friend. Um, I think that's the only friend I had at the time, but I told her. And before you knew it, Angel, I was consumed in that environment of making money, taking my clothes off. And also, that's where I picked up, um, you know, snorting cocaine. So I was essentially asked by one of the dancers there, Angel, she was beautiful. Um, and she offered it to me. Her voice was even angelic, you know, this sapphire, and I brought you something. And I was like, what is it? She's like, oh, you know, it's called cocaine. This is how you break it up. And, and if you do it, you know, it's, you're just going to feel a lot better, blah, 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 blah. And before you knew it, Angel, I was hooked. I can honestly tell you that at 18 and 19 years old, um, this was my choice of drug. And I wrote that in the book because I was consumed completely. I was now making money, uh, sh you know, spending it on, on clothes and things that really didn't matter. I was saving, but not not enough. Nobody taught me about financial planning or financial education. So it was like, I was earning it and I was spending it, but I was really spending it on drugs. So um, I you know, essentially entered this cycle of stripping and snorting. I could tell you about how I felt. You know, sometimes I felt beautiful sexy and you know powerful but then I also felt um later you know maybe a year and a half later you know I felt I felt used and um my body was hurting and it was just it was too much it was too much dancing too much sex too much coke too too many men it just got old and it got tiring and at the end was when I share that my mom, you know, our moms are not dumb, you know, yeah. um, they're not dumb. They know, you know, um, my mom would used to be like, ¿Crees que soy pendeja o qué? you know, and I'm just like, no, nobody said that. Like, you yeah. know, but she, so I started remodeling the home. Yeah. I was going to ask you that, like, cause <laughs> like you mentioned that your, your parents are like, like, okay, whatever, let's take it. But my question was like, how big of a discount did they think you were getting from Home Depot that you could remodel their home? Working Oh, God. I mean, eventually, um, you know, we were, we were doing all kinds of renovations to the homes and the contractors would be like, oh, okay, you know, it's 3000 I'd be like, okay, I got it, you know, and I'd pay them. And mom's like, 
like, ¿qué está pasando? Like, you have, you know, what's going on? Like, why do you have $3,000 in your drawer, you know? Or why do you have $2,000 for, like, the flooring, you know? And what I really think happened, Angel, was that, you know, she went through my car and she found my suitcase with my stilettos, my, you know, my, my stripper clothes, my, my body jewelry, um, the makeup. She probably even saw some drugs in there, you know? So she just kind of came back to me and said, you know, I want you to know I'm praying for you. My mom's a prayer for you. It was wild. It was dirty. It was scandalous. It was, you know, at the time, Angel, it was fun. Um, there, I, you know, plenty, I got plenty of attention from men. Although I was young and beautiful, um, reflecting now, you know, I would, I wouldn't do that, but, and that's part of just me maturing and transforming. Aside from the money, was there any other reason why you, like, you wanted to do it? No, it was strictly money driven. I think I was making eight bucks an hour at Home Depot. And I was like, this is a joke. Like eight bucks, really? Like, so it was just money. I freaking drove myself to the strip club, you know? How long did you do it for? I did it for about two years. Did you feel like if without the cocaine, you would have continued, like you would have done it for so long? Or was it like, like the numbing of the drugs that like were like helped you continue your like your career as a stripper? I'm not saying that all strippers do drugs, right? Because there's some very focused um, strippers that are there going to school, stripping. But what I'm saying for me was uh, it's common. Mm -hmm. The drugs and the dancing, um, it, it's all kind of intertwined. So for me, um, being in that environment Um, and then having started using the drugs, it, it just took a toll on me, you know, like everything, you know, I mean, that's why people say everything in moderation because everything of one substance will eventually take you down. You're either, I mean, our, our bodies are not, I don't, they're not designed to constantly be hit with, with a, a drug or, uh, or, Anything, think about it. You know, even technology, people say like, oh, I'm going to take a, a social media cleanse because at some point it just becomes overload you know, or over, you know, it just becomes too much. So I think that after my second year, I just became tired. The drugs and the dancing and, and then my mom now, my mom now knowing that I was up to no good and then her verbally telling me Like, I'm praying for you. And I'm just like, I, I, I you know, I wrote it on the book. I did. I, I felt convicted of that. Oh, shit. Like, I'm doing something really wrong. And it definitely doesn't align to my mom and my dad's values, you know? So. Like, and I'm also curious about the name Sapphire. Like, is it because it's like this, like, it's a shiny gem, right? Yeah, it's like a blue, sh a, a shade, a blue shade um, gem. Um, you know, there's really, I, I personally love the color blue, but. Because um, you're from the West Side. <laughs> <laughs> like your thug, your thug mentality just popped right there. Huh? Well, I'm from the West, so something blue. 
You know, it was, you're silly. No, it was just, you know, I, I personally love Blue and it, I wanted, uh, you know, an, an, a different name that usually wouldn't hear. And so there was no Sapphire, you know, there was no strippers Sapphire at this specific location. Um, it was Blue, it was a beautiful gem. Um, you know, I was very confident and I was, you know, there, other than that, I know people want to know why did I pick Sapphire, but I was 18. I really didn't put much thought into it other than um, it being a beautiful, you know, a gem, you know, I Sapphire. Think you wanted to go back to like Wilmington to the West Side. So you would have because you could have picked Ruby and it's red and it's there's still a stone. And yeah, your love for blue. We're gonna, yeah, wink, wink, your love for blue. I get it. <laughs> Just didn't want to get jumped back in Wilmington. You're funny, yeah, but but um, and so I knew that Sapphire, the title of chapter two, wasn't enough. I had to add Sapphire the stripper mm -hmm. because I really wanted to identify that this was a turning point, whether it was a good decision or a bad. Um, I identified me being 18 as a turning point in my life and so you know I describe the whole act of going on stage for the first time to my perspective on what the club looked like to you know the provocative dance moves that I did to get men to tip money it's definitely memories that I have of my past life you know and I say that because the woman I used to be, although it was me, it doesn't align with what I do today. For many years, Angel, I was very shameful, right? But as I matured and I realized that the sooner I accept what really happened to me, the more peace I would have moving forward with my life. It's no longer a secret, you know? It's, it's more of a, hey, this is, this is a bad decision I made. And some people may say it's not a bad decision, but for me, um, it, it was a decision I didn't really think about. I just kind of did at 18. But this is something that, that, I, that really happened to me, but it doesn't define who I've become with you know, my career and my new set of values and um, yes, I still love to dance, you know, and, and yes, you know, cocaine is an illicit drug. It's, you know, it's an illegal drug. Um, I haven't used, you know, cocaine since 19 years, but um, it was something that I did and I, I'm owning that. I did it, but I'm, that's, that's not who I am, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think that's why it's, it's your second chapter. You still have eight more to go. So, um, like I said, um, I, I haven't read the book. Obviously, it's not out yet, but I've only heard what you have on your website. So mm -hmm. um, let's get off the topic because I don't want to, like, drive it in home too much because I don't make it uncomfortable either. You know, like, I yeah, think no. I've bought it enough, you know. But, okay. you know, but I know, like, I wanted to hug people because, like, come on, like, I don't know. Like you're probably like the third person that I know that has actually like done stripping. So, 
but you know it's not a bad thing like it, this was just your second chapter and from that yeah. like your turning point like i it's the egyptian lover right i think chapter three yeah that's another turning point in my life so like um we're about to like i really i wish like you were one of the people i had in person because yeah. you're so there's so many layers to your story there's so many layers to you and like mm-hmm. I can't really get that out in one recording and an hour because <laughs> you know, that's all I have to to do. And um, yeah. I'm sorry, like that that we only pretty much focus on that chapter of your life. And I wish okay. I could talk more about the other chapters, but um, so I'm gonna leave it up to you. All right. So we still have like maybe three minutes left. So what would you like to talk about now? Like what's something that obviously I did not mention because you have so many organizations, trio the united um there's so many things that i i wish i could have like i honestly wish that i could have like touched upon you know like i have so many more questions about Mm -hmm. sapphire but like i said i don't want to like dive like i don't want to talk about it anymore Mm -hmm. like we talked about it enough and if people want to know more about it i'm sure you're open like obviously you're open enough to talk about it because you read it Mm -hmm. we wrote it but um just tell me something like your faith what what like what was the the main thing that got you to where you're at now I mean, I think you said it, Angel, um, and you're absolutely right. There's a lot of layers to me. Um, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I love everything. Everything that I do is intentional. You know, everything that I do is purposeful. And if I could just share with you my three values, my three core values, it's definitely faith. And um, although I went to church my entire life, you know, to La Sagrada Familia, um, I didn't really begin uh, speaking to God until um, summer 2004. And I talk about that in chapter three where I became pregnant and I was given two choices and that was to either get an abortion um, so that we could get married and then have another baby or if I chose to keep the baby that he would abandon me and so um, I chose to keep the baby and you know he did what he said he was going to do he abandoned me and it was in that point of my life where um, I really wanted to end my life but I didn't Um, I obviously sought out faith because of my mom and so everything changed after that so um, I experienced um, a very intimate you know, time of my life with God. And so that was, I think, my biggest turning point. And so basically all these years of after that, I've been very, um, I've been just a very faith-based woman. I pray a lot. Um, That doesn't mean I don't, that doesn't mean I'm perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just have a relationship with God. And and to me, that's why, my approach in life now is I'm gonna take risks. I'm going to talk to, you know, fear tries to tell me or remind me who I used to be and um, the woman I used to be and how shameful I should be. But I don't live my life anymore being shameful. 
I'm all about paying attention to my vision. I'm all about praying. I'm all about serving. I want to be present. You know, as much as I love to daydream about the future, I just want to be a good human, you know? So, but yeah, there's a lot of layers. We can always finish this conversation. I do um, anticipate to, like I said, release this book uh, very soon. Um, and I appreciate everybody who has already, you know, pre-purchased, pre-ordered the book. And I thank everybody for their patience. Um, you know, just like people are coping with the health crisis and the racial injustices that are happening, well, I too, I'm coping with them too. And so when the time is right, which is, I hope very soon, we'll get that project, you know, to launch. And I can see myself introducing myself as a Chicana author, you know, which is right now, it's still a dream. Yeah, you already put it out into you. <laughs> It's already on YouTube and you have on your I, website. So I you're know. an author already. Even oh, if you're talking you. about it, you're an author. And um, I know my opinion really doesn't matter that much, but I'm proud of what you're doing. I'm proud Thank to you. just, we're not really like, this is pretty much the first time we've actually talked, but yeah. you're, my friend. you're my friend now. <laughs> and now that you come on the show, like now you, I can say you're officially a friend, a friend of the Aww. show. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend now. And Thank you, Angel. What you're doing, um, you're gonna like I said, I, like I could, from what I could see, you have you're gonna touch a lot of people, and hopefully I'm there to help you. And if you need anything, don't hesitate. Let me know how I could do so, and hopefully the the people that are listening, um, go get your book. Also, like I mentioned, your your book is also on YouTube. Uh, I think you have the first four chapters and. Um, you're, you have the uh, first three chapters on your website. So I want you to tell people yes. where they could find your book, if they want to choose to purchase yes. it, and where they could find your audio and all that stuff. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Angel. So my website is um, LizHernandezCanna.com. And so on that main page, you know, people can see all the chapters. They can pre-order it. If someone wants to donate a book, they actually also have that opportunity where they just donate a book. And all proceeds of donating the book will go to Wilmington. I don't have an event scheduled yet in Wilmington, but when I do, I will, those books that people donate money on, those are all, will all be for the Wilmington. Um, I, for YouTube, yes, I read chapters one, two, three, and four. However, Angel, the audio was so bad that we're gonna have to do like a retake on those. So YouTube for now is, um, I have, you know, a channel, but I need, I'm, I'm new to YouTube, so I will eventually get those back up. But for sure on my website, there are audio recordings of chapters one, two, and three. And soon um, I hope to upload chapter four. But yeah, I wanna say in the next 30, 40 days, I, we're gonna be ready to launch. Yeah, well, um, I'll give away one of the books. Um, I don't know when I, I'm planning to <laughs> episode somewhere, I think in July or the end of this of June. Awesome. So your book is not going to be available um, yet, but once it is, um, I'm going to do a, a giveaway the week that I release it, but the book won't be um, given to that person until you release it because obviously I don't have superpowers and I can't just make this happen like much faster because it's not up to me but well, thank you thank you for coming on 
I do have a suggestion. You don't have to yes. take it, but um, maybe this could be like a series, like a podcast series where um, I you could do it for free on Audible. You mentioned your brother has the equipment. Um, also, if you need to borrow mine, um, just let me know and um, I'll help you um, as much as I can because I don't know a lot about it. I just, I just know how to plug things in. Other yeah. than that, like, I don't and edit, but other than that, I don't really know much. So if you need the help, um, if you want to do like a little podcast, little series, um, let me know and I'll help you. But that's really up to wow. you. And I'm offering okay. you my services since, but you know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Angel, for having me. I had a lot of fun. You know, I'm here. Um, it's just a matter of coordinating a date and time. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and I know your, your schedule cool with everything that you're doing. So totally understand so um like i said thank you for coming on we're gonna end this recording but i'll talk to you in a little bit all right guys so uh, sorry for the ending um you know we can't control what happens in the background so she had people working i, th- I believe on the yard they're cutting the the grass and you know you might hear my girlfriend on the other room you might hear the kids outside and you know we can't really control our environment but at the end of the day hopefully you guys got the message that i hope you would get make sure you go at her on instagram at liz hernandez underscore hannah and make sure you get her book and you can hear her read the first three chapters at liz hernandez hannah.com so like i said personally inspired me and it makes me proud to say that we're from the same city and um i'm trying to make the city proud she's already accomplished it she actually went beyond that in my in my eyes she already went beyond that so um grab her book yeah this could be a novella this could be a legit play and you know we need your support she needs her support it's not out yet but you guys could pre-order it and she does offer a, a donation like you guys could donate a copy so do that you know i will be giving out a copy so it's just a matter of time you know we got a couple weeks left she said 30 to 40 so uh personally like i said i already got my copy so i don't know what you guys are waiting for you guys should order it that way you guys could be guaranteed a copy yourselves but that's y'all business all right so uh make sure you go leave me a review on itunes five stars please a five star review and write some words makes me feel good when i look at them and it makes me feel like i'm actually accomplishing what i want what i hope this show will do so and bringing people on like like liz makes me feel so proud of actually creating this you know the, the goal was to feature people from wilmington and bring it on just you know proves that I'm, I'm on my way and i'm actually accomplishing what i set the show to be or what the goal for this show is whatever i know that sentence was kind of complicated it confused me but whatever so yeah um i do i have shirts you can find those at teespring.com slash let me know pod my suggestion is send me a direct message or email me um send me a picture of the shirt the sweater of whatever you want and i'll get it for you with my price you know um teespring takes a lot of money from my cut and i would rather you know i honestly i want the i want you guys to support the show and it's not really about the money but i'm not gonna lie it'd be nice if i got some of the cash so so yeah but like i said go to teespring.com slash let me know pot and use the promo code 
let me know or podcast to save 20%. But my suggestion is tell me what you want. That way I could get it for you on a better price. You know, my rate. Uh, other than that, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, hopefully you guys are staying safe. Hopefully you guys are doing what you guys got to do. Having fun and entertaining. I really, really hope this inspired you to do something. You know, um, no matter where you're at in life, you could always improve it. Uh, you could always help somebody if you're where you're at and you're in a position to help reach out and help somebody and hopefully that person brings somebody up with them because that's the goal at least my goal is to help as many people as possible that way they could hopefully help somebody and we're all successful and we're all proud of being who we are and at the end of the day when we pass away we have no regrets and that's why i want to live my life with no regrets and i have to say you know this this show is inspiring me and is proving that i'm actually doing something worth doing so uh, but if it wasn't for your support, I wouldn't be doing this. So I have to say thank you. And, you know, it, I, I do it for you guys. And hopefully you guys understand that. And I might not have the right word sometimes. And I might confuse you. I might confuse myself. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to help. And I'm trying to create a space that we could all be safe at and talk and help each other. So that's the goal. All right. So uh, I think I'm going to let you guys go. But before I go, I just want to thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. All right. So next time I'll see you. Bye. song has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms